This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Friends, welcome to Courage Cast. I'm Eric Nordoff. You're probably wondering, I sound a little bit different than I normally do. I'm not sitting in front of any fancy microphones. I'm actually talking into my phone, sharing with you from the road. It is time for me to go on vacation with my family, and I'm really, really excited and looking forward to this next two weeks that we're going to be out west in Yellowstone and in Glacier National Park and Jackson Hole, Denver, and I'm really excited. We'll be sharing some stories and sharing our experiences from the road. I think there's a lot that we can all glean from that, and uh, hopefully there'll be some worthwhile things that I can pass on to you guys uh, from just, just to share with you what God's teaching me along the way. So um, we all know now about the tragedy in Orlando and what happened on early Sunday morning and actually also what happened uh, after a concert in Orlando to that singer from The Voice. But but I want to focus on specifically the tragedy in Orlando. And it's been a while. I've had some time to think about it. Um, I thought about posting something on Monday and delaying my planned conversation with Lisa Hentrick about kingdom building another day, but I really wasn't ready to talk about it because my emotions were still running so high on Monday and Sunday, and I was, to be honest with you, I was just shocked and paralyzed and angry and sad and just felt so defeated and asking God, why is this? And I think it's important that We all come to our own place of peace with what happened last week. And I wanted to share with you a little bit of my journey on how I came to a place of peace and how I, where I landed with the whole thing and, and maybe it'll help you. But I definitely wanted to talk about it today because I feel ready to talk about it. And so I needed to get my emotions out. But then next, I needed to control what I could control. Uh, And another way of saying that, Neil Anderson would say, control the controllables. And because there's just so many places I could go with it. You know, what am I supposed to do with this? How am I supposed to handle it? How am I supposed to react to this horrifying news, this horror of terrorism that occurred in Orlando last week? or last weekend. And the first thing that I know to do and that we all can do is pray. We can pray for the families. We can pray for the victims. We can pray for those that were there, that saw horrifying scenes, that lived through it. We can pray for those that are still fighting injuries from it. Because 50 people died, but also 50, more than 50 people were injured. So the largest massacre in U.S. history, it's just so sad. So we need to pray and ask God to intervene and, and even talk to him about this. Get, get real with him about it. Um, talk to him about what, what he wants.
What does he want to say to your heart about this issue? And then how can you pray for those people? And number two, you can talk about it with your loved ones, with your family, and those that might need to understand and might need some help processing it because it it can be lodged in your brain and it can plant a seed of fear in your and your family's lives that is not meant to be to stay there. So it's important to talk about it and process it. So you, I can do that as well. And then thirdly, I can do something to help. If I'm in a position to do something to help, I will physically help. Um, in my case, I really don't think I can do much other than potentially um, giving blood or, or doing something physically that would be a, a sacrificial gift. Um, you know, we, we feel so disconnected from, from Orlando. We're, 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 you know, 600, 700 miles away where we are. And, um, I feel very helpless in what I can do, but I could certainly do that. I haven't done that, but I certainly could do that. But one thing that I think is not helpful is to allow, well, it's really two things, is to allow the terrorists and the terrorism to spread. And what I mean by that is, on social media, people love to spew the fear. And one thing I'm committed to is I'm, not, I'm committed to not spewing the fear. I'm not, I'm not going to let it spread in my circle of influence. I am going to sp- spread love. I'm going to spread peace. I'm not going to attack one side or another. I've seen so many ugly things, ugly responses that are a war of words over this sort of thing. And that's another whole different type of terrorism, really, isn't it? It's a terrorism of words and spewing fear. But the truth is, we know as Christians, there is no fear in love. So I had to come to the conclusion of what should be our response. What should be our response as Christians, as believers to this news, to anything evil that occurs? And I had to land on Romans 12. And that's what I want to speak to you today. And I I hope that you can receive this into your heart. And I'm going to read from Romans 12 out of the message. So here it is. Place your life before God. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Living then, as every one of you does, in pure grace, it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people 
you are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what we are and what we do for him. In this way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as part of his body. But as a chopped-off finger or cut-off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be, without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the Master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Another translation says, you don't overcome evil by, with evil. You overcome evil with good. And that is so true in this situation in Orlando. Do not be a part of spewing the fear. Be a part of quenching the flame of fear because fear wants you to spread it. Terrorists gain power when you spread the fear, when you continue to fear. And true love casts out all fear. And true love comes from understanding that God does the judging and that he takes care of you. Vengeance is not yours, 
It is God's. Lay it in his hands. Surrender your ways and your will and your motives to him. And let him work in your heart today. Let him work in your family's heart. Spread his love today. And choose to put away the spreading of more fear. Talk to him about that fear. He's big enough to handle it. And he will take care of it. He will say, I will take care of it. I will take care of you. I'm big enough to take care of you. You do not need to fear. That's what he would say to you. I'm sure of it. So that's it for me today, friends. I hope this has been a message that's been encouraging to you. Dwell on Romans 12 today, friends. And don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. I love you. I'll be back with you again next week. I hope you all have a great Father's Day weekend. And I'll talk more about that next week. Bless you.